Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the MAOB Daily Podcast. It is Monday, February 6, 2023. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, what's going on, man? Glad to have you back on the channel. How's everything, man? All good, man. All good. How about you? Good, man. Just uh, looking forward to talking about the card with you uh, this weekend. And then, obviously, this weekend's card, UFC 284. So, UFC Vegas 68 obviously took place Saturday. We'll recap that. We'll recap Bellator quickly as well. Um, in this podcast, and then once this is done, we'll do the UFC 284 preview on the next podcast, Marcel. So, double podcast for you guys, as always, on a Monday afternoon. Marcel, I say we, let's just get right into it. UFC Vegas 68, and start talking about this uh, card. So, you know, just before we get into just before we get into it, man, um, I, I couldn't stay up for it, bro. I wanted to. I really did, Marcel. But it started at 10 p.m. And it, it didn't end until like 4 in the morning. And uh, I was just like, man, I don't know if I can do this. Like, trust me, guys. I want to. But And I used – you know what's crazy? I used to be able to do, like, the Ryzen cards, like, overnight. Like, I, I could do that. Like, Pride. Um, but th- I can't do it anymore, man. I'm just getting – I'm getting old, Marcel. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'll just get up in the morning and I'll, I'll go through it fast, which I did. I got through the card and, like – an hour and a half, maybe like there was like obviously a lot of finishes early on. And then, you know, was it wasn't the greatest card, let's be honest with you. But like, it's crazy. Like it was a six hour card, but I was able to get through it really quickly just because I, I waited till the next morning. So overall, I mean, it, it was okay, but, but obviously Marcel, let's be honest, like it wasn't, you know, the most star star studded card. So just overall thoughts on it before we get into the fights. Uh, uh, the cards suck donkey balls, dude. Uh, <laughs> A horrible car to be honest. Um, the prelims were okay, you know, it weren't that bad. The main card was dragging, dragging, nothing really happened in my opinion. Um, just and then you get like in the middle, you get Tabura against Ivanov, which ah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's I was happy when it was over. I was happy Spivak finished early because yeah. it was like, uh, I think how late was it at my place, 9 30, 10, 10 a.m. Around that that time, so did you have a nap before the card, or what? Did you, how did you? Yeah, do I took a nap uh, yeah. for f- five hours before the card. I was just I just woke up uh, when Brandon Ward was uh, fighting uh, Sabah Hamasi in Bellator. That's how when I woke up. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I like I think Dana said they're not going to do it like this again. It's just too late, you know. It also um, doesn't make sense. Just stupid, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. I saw someone make a great point. They were like. Okay, well, everyone's like, okay, um, well, this car was supposed to be for the the Korean fans, so that's why they're like this. But then someone else was like, made a great point. They're like, okay, well, if this is the Korean fans, why didn't they just do it there? Like, yeah. Right? So once they moved it to Vegas, they should have went back to the normal start time. Anyways, like, whatever. Dana White said this is, it's not going to be like this going forward. It's just too late, man. You know? I, I'm assuming, like, the viewership wasn't great either. You know? It wasn't, like you said, the greatest card. Again, I'm not going to see her whine about it because fights are fights and fights are good to watch, but... You know, Marcel, like, I got to be honest, man, some of these cards right now, the next couple of weeks are a little bit watered down. Like, that Santos, <laughs> Santos Blanchfield card, guys, is just, like, terrible. Like, you have Jordan Wright in the co-main event against Zach Paugo. Like, come on, that's not a co-main event, you know? No offense to those guys. Like, they're going to put on a, probably a fun fight, but yeah. it's not a co-main event. It's not. So, anyways, let's get some comments here. We'll get into the card. we got Antoine. What's going on, man? Glad to have you here. Weekend was fine. Uh, JPH, what's going on, buddy? John, watch the prelims. Went to bed. Yeah, it's tough, John. I mean, it's not easy. It's just so late, right? Like, I watched Bellator, and then so I watched Bellator. I stayed off Twitter, so I didn't see any spoilers for the UFC, basically. And then I went to bed, and then I woke up early, and then watched the card. That's what I did. So, Marcus, what's up, man? He said he uh, got Spivak for a discount minus one eighty for the fight no, November. Oh yeah, the one got canceled. I think he closed at like, what minus three hundred. So, and he probably he looked like he was minus a thousand. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, Antoine said he had worked at night prelim store when he got off. It was kind of clutch. Well, that's pretty good, then. That's not bad for you at all. Yeah, it was just tough. Like, I don't know, man. I'm getting old, guys. I got a kid now and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm an old man now. You know, like I said, back in the day, it was like back when I was like a single guy, I'm actually a young guy. I could stay up all night and watch the Rising Car. Like, I remember watching like the one where like King Mo knocked out like Yuri. Like, I think that was like seven or eight years ago. I stayed up the whole night and watched that. I can't do it anymore. Um, I wish I could, but I can't. Anyways, let's just get into the car, guys. We'll, we'll recap it. So, let's start with the main event. Um, Obviously, Sergey Spivak submits Derek Lewis. I called TKO, and he was grounded, patting the shit out of him, man. And I'm like, all right, this is it. We got it. And then he obviously just gets the arm triangle choke. Um, Derek, and Derek tapped out pretty quick. Like, he obviously didn't want to be there. Um, you know, two thoughts from the fight. First off, Spivak's legit, man. I mean, he's good. You know, he's 
seven and three now in the UFC. And, and his losses are pretty good fighters, too. So he's definitely legit. I mean, it's a big win. And almost always wins are by stoppage. Like, he's one of the youngest guys in the division. He's just turned 28 years old. He's good, man. I think he's a good fighter. And then, obviously, Lewis now, four, um, he's lost three straight and four of his last five by stoppage. Dana White said they're going to keep him around. They're not going to cut him. Obviously, I didn't think that would happen anyways because he's so popular. But he's not a top guy anymore, man. He's not, you know. Um, so, yeah, that, those are my two thoughts. I want to get your thoughts on the fight, Marcel. Go ahead. I mean, Spivak was just in control from the beginning. You know, the moment he uh, put him on the ground, uh, Lewis tried to stand up and Spivak dragged him back down. <laughs> um, yeah, what can you say about that fight? I was happy it was early, over early. And uh, Spivak did, did very well, I think, very good. Um, deserved the bonus, got the bonus. Um, what else can you say about it? Good submission win. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lewis had nothing for him. No. Been and Mark's all like he's not a top guy anymore, you know. I know it, it it's not that long when he knocked the first place, it was two years ago, but like it is a long time then, man. He's now he's thirty seven, turned thirty eight. Um I don't uh, know. Yeah. I, I never saw Lewis as a top guy, to be really yeah. honest. I thought he was just like a guy with knockout power who would be able to knock anybody out at a, at every single moment, you know. But a top guy, yeah, I know he fought for the title, you know. But yeah. still, I mean, never really saw that in him. And, and that's why i also really bad at picking Lewis all the time, you know. Because I picked very many times against him because I thought the yeah. other opponent was more talented. And then he knocked him out out of nowhere, you know. Yep. And uh, now I pick Lewis this time. And now he shows like this. So it's uh, Lewis is for me like the same as Josh Emmett. You know, I always pick mm -hmm. wrong. So yeah. he's like the Paul Craig for me. Like, I, I can't get that guy's fights right. There's just certain fighters that, like, you're not, you know, don't, you don't have a great read on. But like, I agree with what you're saying. But at the same time, like, he does have some good wins, man. He's like, he beat Francis. I know the fight was terrible, but like, he still won that fight. You know, Volkov, obviously, that was what you're talking about, like, coming back with a knockout and, and obviously the Blades fight, too. Um, I know what you're saying, Marcel. Like, I think at this point, he's definitely the hot top guy. Um, He's turning 38 uh, tomorrow. Like, he's, he's he's getting up there. He's lost four of his last five. They're, I think they're just going to use him as a, a stepping stone now. Like, I, I think, looking at the rankings, mm -hmm. number six is, is Aspinall and, and Lewis is seven. Like, maybe that's the fight they give Aspinall when he comes back from an injury, you know, because he probably wins the fight, too. Or maybe they give it to, like, a Jilton Almeida, Marcel. Maybe they're like, here, Jilton, you could fight him and try to get in the top ten now. I could see that happening, too, you know? So, but I think at this point, he's not really a top guy. Um it's had some fun fights in the UFC, but yeah. Talk about the money coming in speed back for sure. Yeah, he probably did have an injury. I mean, I think he's got some bad back or whatever. So, by the way, it's funny because like he said he had COVID last time, but when the UFC announced he was out, they said a non-COVID illness. Then yeah. he said he had COVID. Very weird, right? Like Indeed. if he had COVID, why didn't they just say he had COVID? I don't really understand. Like it's kind of bizarre, right? Really weird, actually. Yeah, it is weird. You guys think Derek retires? And if so, does he go to the Hall of Fame? Most knockouts in UFC history. He's not retiring, I don't think. He's going to keep taking fights. Like, he's making good money. Is he going to the Hall of Fame? I mean, that's a really good question, Antoine, because you're right. He does have the most knockouts. Um, I, I don't think Vitor Belfort's in the Hall of Fame yet. I could be wrong. I don't think he is, though, Marcel. I think he's no. second. Yeah, he's not, yeah. right? So, like, I would imagine he goes in before Derek, like, because he actually had the record for a long time, but until Derek broke it. I think once it all said that there's a good chance he would because he does have that record, but uh, it could go either way. I, I do think there's a good chance, though, Antoine. I would say, I would lean towards yes. What do you think, Marcel? I guess I would lean towards yes because of the, the record. I don't think he deserves, he, he belongs in the Hall of Fame, to be really honest, man. I mean, I hope it's yeah. for him, would be cool for him, but. The thing is, with these kind of things, man, that's what we let said earlier. You know, you got to have a certain wing for the Hall of Fame where you have, like, uh, a, a certain accomplishment thing. You know what I mean? For example, uh, the Jim Miller, like yeah. uh, most things. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Neil Magny, well, most welterweight yeah. wins, for example. But then it's not like the Golden Hall of Fame, but make it like a silver kind of thing. You know what I mean? I, I think that's a really good point, man. I know you've talked about that before. I actually like that, Marcel. It's a good idea. Uh, Marcus had a comment. I don't know who's managing Derek Lewis, but I would have never booked a fight. It was a horrible match where Lewis didn't seem motivated to fight back. Is he still with front, uh, first world management or? I think I wouldn't. I don't know for sure, but I think. Yeah. He's talking about Bonner being the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, Dana White has the soft spot for that fight. I mean, we all do, right? So, and I think Dana even said they want to have the whole cast from Ultimate Fighter 1 in it. So, I, I don't know. I think he's kind of like Bonner, rest in peace. He's kind of like uh outlier a little bit because 
there's not many people in the Hall of Fame, you know. But again, it's an expanded feature, guys. Like it's still a new sport. Like it's still a new thing. The, the thing I mean, is, the thing is, Marcel, it's not really a real Hall of Fame because no one's voting on it. It's just whoever Dana wants to put in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean? and there are people not in the Hall of Fame which should definitely be in the Hall of Fame, man. Frank I Shamrock, mean, right? Oh, that that's the most obvious name, you know. Whatever Dana. Or maybe Tito's in it, actually, isn't he? I think yeah, Tito is. Yeah. But what, what, whatever Dana thinks about Frank Shamrock doesn't make sense. Or doesn't yeah. doesn't make a difference, you know? It's about what he did, you know? And uh, he should be in the Hall of Fame. No, no, how do you say that? No question at all. Maybe as the sport, it, like, evolves, like, you'll have the media eventually voting on that, you know? It's possible. Mm -hmm. Like, but right now, it's just whoever Dana White really, just whoever he likes. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the truth. All right, let's get on to the next fight here. We had Devin Clark. Decisioning uh, Dawoon Jung, we changed the spelling of his name ourselves. That is, uh, mm -hmm. I believe, official now. I, not the most exciting fight, but good for Clark, man. I, you know, Marcel, he's he's a guy that I'm, I'm not the greatest at taking his fights. Like he's had a lot of these kind of upset wins in his career that I, you know, didn't necessarily see coming. And this one, like, man, like I don't know what happened to Dawoon Jung because I remember two years ago when he fought William Knight, like he, the grappling he showed in that fight was like very, very good, and then knocked out Kenny Chukwu. And since then, two straight losses, like. Just not looking like the same fighter anymore. I don't know what happened to this guy. Um, seems to be on a decline, which is kind of surprising because he's not that old. He's only 29. I don't know what's mm. going on with this guy. Um, but he didn't look good in this fight. And good for Clark, man. He won every round with the wrestling. So not a great fight, Marcel. But Devin Clark got the job done. His dad was screaming from the crowd again. <laughs> Any thoughts? Yeah, happy for Devin Clark. Don't get me wrong, but fight wasn't great at all, you know. Yeah. Was uh, very like kind of like Luster, but very well done by Clark, you know. And Down Jung looked bad, you know. Yeah, he did. And um, I think this was actually for the UFC to showcase Down Jung a little bit more, you know, to give him the co main events. But yep. he blew it, man. Yep. <laughs> Clark showed up. So, yeah, uh, I know. yeah good, good for Clark, you know. Happy for him. He's a good guy. So, uh, yeah. I completely agree with what you just said. He did. Like, this is a. I think they wanted him to win this fight. I really yeah. do. Like, and man, he was supposed to be in South Korea, right, Marcel? So, mm -hmm. like, that's where he's from. But, you know, Clark, again, he's a guy that has that grappling background and, and he can go to it if he needs to. And he did in this fight. Good for him. Let's be honest, man. All Asian fighters on this card got winnable fights matched up mm -hmm. for them. You know, in my not, opinion. Not all of them went, got no. succeeded. We'll talk about a few other ones in a second here. Yeah. Jens Pulver should be the Hall of Fame since Marcus. I agree. Um, I agree. I, he'll go in it one day, I think. I, th I think he's one of the guys that will go in it because I think Dana White does, does like him. Mm -hmm. um, first lightweight champion. Antoine's asking about the road to the UFC. I mean, for me, it's still the Nakamura, right? Like, that's obviously, that's, yeah. Yeah. Like, the guy we talked about him last week, he's a stud. We'll talk about him in, in a few minutes. So, this is got to the other fights in the main card. Um, this fight, really not much to say about this one, Marcel. Marcin Tiber and the way of honor. Just an absolutely dreadful fight. Should have never been on the main card. Uh, Tatsuya Tyra should have been on the main card instead of this fight. Like, uh, anyways, the fight was was pretty bad to watch. It was one to one heading the third round, then Tabura got that takedown and rode it up for decision. Uh, four minutes and fifty five seconds of control in round three, Marcel. Like the whole round was him laying on top of Ivana. It was not a great fight to watch. Do you think Ivana gets cut after this fight? Because like, really, like he's not the most exciting guy to watch. All his fights go to decision. What do you think, man? I don't know, man. I'm just sad that I didn't have to take a shit during that fight. <laughs> Um, I mean, oh, come on, man. We already knew when that, when yeah. we saw that booking, we knew exactly what was going to happen, you know? Yep. And it happened. Um, <laughs> Ivanov, um, he is like, he was, I think he was really solid in WSOF back in the yep. day, you know? Yep. But he really looks like a guy who is like, I think he's 35, but he looks like he's 55, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I respect him a lot how he came back after that uh, stabbing incident, you know. Yep. Um, well, absolutely amazing, you know. But man, he's such a tough watch in the UFC. It's not fun to watch. And Tybura, you know, if Tybura can can get easy and take him down and control the the person he fights, he also not really intriguing to watch, you know. So and that's pretty much what he did, you know. Um, so one less last seven out of eight fights, which is impressive. I think he, he only lost to Volkov uh, in Abu Dhabi, but uh, yeah, it's just not really fun to watch. And uh, I really don't know what's the thing with the UFC with heavyweights on the car, dude. They're gonna do it the next week again and the week after it again. And I also hear that Don Talmay's against um, what's his name? Uh, who he's fighting against Don Talmay's on Fe February 25th. The main card fight, that's all yeah. I know, right? 
yeah, that's also on the main card. It's like, why do we put the, all these heavyweights on the main card when there is a big possibility we get a decision, a grinding decision? Just uh, yeah. Augusto Sakai. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. But By the way, that guy Hamdi Abdoahop tested positive. Now it's a no contest. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Um, all right, let's get let's get some more comments here. This guy Rudy says that Lewis and Blagoy look dangerous. I mean, maybe they could just do the, that fight again. All the first fight. Yeah, let's don't. <laughs> Tipper, the most underrated heavyweight. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I'm not buying him completely. Like again, he's overly relying on the takedown. Like he needs to get it. This fight, if it stayed in the feet, I, I think Abana probably would have won the last round. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say because he is top ten and doesn't get a lot of respect. But like, I don't. Know. I'm not. I'm not too high on Tabura to be honest with you. Tabura and Tuvasa, maybe you could do that fight. Um, all right. Do do, next- do 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 t- Tuvasa against Ivanov and Tibura against uh, Jalton Almeida. Yeah, you, you know? could do that as well. That, yeah. that, that's a big possibility of a knockout at least. And both agreed. All right, next fight here, Marcel. Uh, it kind of controversial. We'll talk about this one. I know you have a lot to say about this fight. Juhu Choi and Kyle Nelson draw. You know, man, I, I gotta be honest, like, I'm okay with the draw. Like, I, a lot of people were saying this should have been 30 27 minus the point 29 27. One of the judges did have that. I think it's it's fine if you score all the three rounds because he did do more damage, but like at the same time, like that's a lot of control that Nelson had, you know. So, I don't blame the judges really for going for a draw because you just need he just need to win one of the first two rounds. Um, and if you look at the stats, like the first round, Troy only landed three significant strikes to one for Nelson. Like, again, three to one, he should have won it, but Nelson had to take down. He had a lot more uh, control, of, like, if you watch the fight, right? So, like, I, I don't blame the judges really for going that way. Like, but here's the thing really, the point deduction is why he lost. Okay. That's why he lost the fight. And I know you didn't like the point deduction with the headbutt. Give me your thoughts, man. Because I'll be honest, man. Like for me, it's like you, he. That's a rule in the rule book. You're not supposed to do a headbutt. And he did it, so I don't blame what? Chris Tyone for. Or is it? Yeah, it's Chris Tyone for, for taking the point. But at the but hold on. But at the same time, or so, like if you're going to be by the book like that, take it for the for the groin shots too. You know, take it for the eye pokes, right? Because those do honestly, Marcel, those do more damage that sometimes than this headbutt did. So give me your thoughts because I know you weren't a fan of that the point deduction. Yeah, man, Chris Toyoni should go suck cock. Um, <laughs> dude, it's an idiot. Um, what can I say? I mean, the first round, I can't agree with you. Could go either way. You could yeah. give it to Kyle Nelson. Yeah. Second round was to to Duo Choi. Yeah. Third round, I thought Nelson started very well, you know, but uh, Choi uh, reversed him at a certain moment. In my opinion, Nelson had his hand on Choi's hat, you know, and they were, were just fighting. And Nelson also pulled a little bit on his head, not a lot, a little bit, and Choi went with him, and he touched him, but it was barely anything. He could just let it go, you know? Even Nelson wasn't looking at it, and then he's like, stop, stop, stop. And it's like, what the hell, you know? And he goes uh, to rewatch it. Yeah, and if you're going to rewatch it in the, in the replay and you do it with a slow motion, yeah, you see it, obviously, you know? And he's like, one point, a point. But like I said, man, that dude is a horrible ref. I said it before. You know, he's an idiot. You he never should, liked him, man. You no, man. And and he's also at the, I saw him uh, in the short clip on the slap fighting. He should go there. You know, go go do slap fighting. <laughs> you never liked know. Mark Smith should join there. By the way, I'll talk about Mark Smith in a second. Yeah, he, say, he also should go there. You <laughs> well, know, he's doing uh, it. He is. They both are. <laughs> yeah, they should both stay there. So stay away. Jason Herzog's there too, which I'm surprised. Uh, Jason Herzog should should only be doing MMA. He's. Too I good don't get to why they're wasting him doing this. Like he's such yeah. a great ref. It's. You know, I don't know why Nevada State Athletic Commission even sanctions that bullshit. But <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But the the fight. I don't think it was a great fight at all, to be really honest. You know, I think Choi didn't show the Choi he should be showing, you know. Oh, I think yeah. Nelson uh, Nelson did what he could do. You know, he he should have lost the fight, in my opinion. But uh, he he got lucky due to the point reduction that it was a draw and that he that he got two from two judges the first round, which was possible. You know, I don't say it wasn't possible. Because well, no, when... I'm looking at the scorecards. They both gave him the second round. The two, the yeah, that's cool. Okay, that's, that's surprising, weird. right? Because, again... Yeah. You look at the stats, like Troy Landed, I mean, he didn't have much control in the second round. I think I like I think I gave him the first round too, to be honest with you. Like, because again, you know, like Mark, there was a marginal strike difference for Troy, but like again, when when it's that close, I do think the control comes into play. You know, and that's what the rules say, right? So But but let's go back to the real thing. Chris Toyoni is an idiot. Yeah. You know, it's not the first time he pulls on out stupid stuff, you know. And, you haven't uh, liked him ever since that Timur Valley fight with Trevor Jones. I remember. Yeah, but he he, he did right? more stupid stuff. I remember the uh, Michelle Perez. 
Mike Rodriguez and, and Ed Herman. That's Another great. one. Michelle Pereira against uh, against the dude. What's his name? That that really aggressive dude from uh, from Chet from Chechnya. Um, what's his name? Michelle Pereira uh, slapped him because that guy slapped him during the weigh-ins. Do you remember who I mean? Uh, Amav, what's his name? Um, so, Selim Imadayev. Selim Imadayev. Yeah, he had him in a choke, but he never tapped. You know, and he is like, okay, stop. Was never tapped. Yeah. You know, really weird. But but that. Michelle Pereira would have, would have won that fight uh, anyways. So, yeah. but uh, just a complete idiot, you know. I mean, I don't know why he keeps getting the fights, and I, I'm I'm done with the dude, you know. I I've been very mellow on him the last couple of months. The you dude have. is an idiot, you know. <laughs> he's just a blatant idiot. I, I'm done with that. You know, I'll say this too though about Troy, like Marcel, he's just not the same guy he was five years ago. Oh, true. Years ago. true. Like he's he's he had so much time off. And again, you know that fight with Cub Swanson? I, I was there for that fight in Toronto. It was seven years ago now. That was a long time ago now. Like, mm -hmm. but that, that's the kind of fight that takes years off your career, you know? And then, since then, he's had a couple wars. He's actually winless in his last four fights. He's just not the same mm -hmm. guy. By the way, here's your burner account in the chat, Marcel. Valley <laughs> 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 of Jones, terrible Ed Herman fight. That was... The Ed Herman-Mike Rodriguez fight is one of the most poorly officiated fights that, like, you can see. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Chris Tyone, right? Or was it Mike yeah. Smith? It's Tyone, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's not Tyone, we just say it's him. You know, I don't give a fuck anymore. You I'm going to double check. I, I, I got to see this. I, I have to double check. I don't want to be wrong when I say this shit. Uh, let me double check. I don't I care. Right? I mean, I don't care. Tyone is always wrong, so we can be wrong. I mean. Yeah, that's true. Let me double check. <laughs> yeah, it was Chris Tyone. I was right. But that was crazy. Anyways, um, all right. That's it for the main card. Let's go to the prelims now. Or sorry. The, sorry. My bad. Uh, the opening up the main card was Adam Fuji pulling off the upset over uh, Yusaku Kinoshita. Listen, I talked to this guy before he made his debut. I think he's a good, like a pretty good fighter. But again, I really think this was a setup fight for Kinoshita to win. Like he's so yeah, much younger. And, and that head kick he landed, Marcel, I think a lot of guys get knocked out from that. I'm shocked this guy ate that kick and then was able to get the fight to the ground and beat him with the ground game, which it's it, it got a good ground game. Uh, as we saw against Michael Morales, like he took him down too in the first round, right? Before he got tired from the lack of the train camp. The guy's not bad, but again, he's 34. He's the same age as me, Marcel. It's basically like me in the octagon. Like, I wonder how long my career would be, you know, at age 34. Um, but good good for him, man. Pulls off uh, an upset as a, like, he's like a plus 300 underdog, I want to say. Like, pretty big underdog. And I didn't really see it coming, man. And this is a parlay buster for us, Marcel, because we had Tyra and Nakamura, right? We had the Japanese parlay, and this guy lost before. So it is what it is, right? Anyways, give me your quick thoughts on the fight. So I was about to tweet out after the uh, first round, like uh, Fugit uh, did great again in the first round, but can he uh, hold on in the second? And then he stopped him. So, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, well done by him, you know. And uh, yeah. the thing is, like, he, he came into the UFC, he got signed off that win against Solomon Renfro, right, at yep. CFFC. And Solomon uh, kind of got... In the contender series, I still think he kind of won against Johnny Parsons, but uh, he, yeah, he, he I thought lost he won that fight. Decision. He split decision, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a good win, actually, as well, you know. So, um, yeah, well done by Fugit. Uh, I didn't saw it coming, but uh, good for him. Uh, very nice win. And Kinoshida still young, so uh, uh, we will see him back. But uh, it, he didn't look good, dude, on the ground. No, no, he didn't, man. He got exposed a little bit this fight. He's, yeah. he's still young, he's 22. Definitely. So he's he's got a chance to bounce back, but you know we know his striking is good. We saw that again. He looked good in the first minute, like he's fast, like powerful. But you're right, the ground game got exposed in this fight. Um, okay. By the way, I I would have given Fugit a bonus too, and I think this yeah, is the kind of guy that could could really use it. Like he's such an older fighter. Um, he's been putting he's put the time in. You know, I, I think he could have used this bonus like personal, but again, you know, UFC gives up four bonuses when they could have just given out a couple extra, but that's that's on them. All right, let's go to the road to UFC fights now. We had uh, Angel Jubilee. He was, uh, um, I think he did close his, let me double check, but I, he might have closed as the underdog. Um, it was pick of fight when we talked about it last week. This was the one I wasn't sure about, I'll be honest with you. So I was kind of like, I didn't really know about this one. The other ones, you know, I think we got them right. Yeah, he was an underdog. So he was a dog, the, the cash, obviously Fugit as well, Clark. There was a few underdogs in this card that won. Um, I, the guy looked good, man. He looked really good in this fight. Like, and again, Marcel, we talked about like there's not too many Indian fighters in the UFC. Like this is this is a big win for this guy, and if they ever go there, I mean, he would be one of the guys that would obviously like, feature on the card. So huge win for him. He gets a contract at UFC. Quick thoughts, man. Yeah, good win, good finish. Uh, the Saragi guy uh, was really looking for that one punch knockout the whole damn time, but uh, <laughs> then it really worked. And 
I don't think it was that much of a great fighter. I thought Jubilee was clearly the better fighter, you know, oh, gotta yeah. be honest here. And uh, uh, he did what he had to do and a good win, you know, uh, got the contract, second Indian-born fighter in the UFC. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good for him. It went for him. We had Zhang Young Lee defeat Yi Zha by split decision. Uh, I don't know about this decision, man. I got to be honest with you. I'm looking at the scorecard. So one judge had it thirty. Jacob Matal, who's also a ref, he had three twenty-seven for uh, for Zhao, and the other had the other two had a twenty-nine twenty-eight. Yeah, I thought the Zhao won. And, me and too. Here's, the other thing that bothered me was the stand-up in the second round. So there was uh, a legal upkick. Um, first mm-hmm. off, no point deduction. Okay, so Mark again, Smith. So inconsistent with like they take one for the headbutt, but they don't take it for the legal kick. And I know again, it wasn't the most damaging kick, but still, like he landed it. Um, but the, what bothered me was Mark Smith didn't bother to give him the position back, yeah, and didn't even ask it. Like, and then and the commentators were like joking about it too, which I thought was a little bizarre to be on the way they were talking about it. They were like, they're like, oh, maybe we missed them talking about it, but you know, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, what are they Ma- talking about? Like, it is a big deal. Like, Mark Smith was just too lazy to ask an interpreter to ask to to ask if he wants the position back, you know, terrible. Like, bro, why would he not want the, want the position back? Um, <sighs> to be fair, I'm looking at, yeah, I'm looking at the scorecards right now. Two of the judges had it the second round for it, but Jury, Gino Camillo didn't give it to him. And I think if that fight stayed in the ground the whole time, he would have won the round. Yeah, I think this guy got screwed, screwed, man. Personally, what do you think? Uh, me too, definitely. I think he won the fight. And you, you, you can even give, you can even make a case for thirty twenty seven that Montalvo had. You know, um, I know we didn't do much with the top position, but still, I, I don't feel like uh, his opponent was the name Lee. Um, yeah. He, he, he also didn't do much back. So I mean, this was actually the worst of the four fights on the road to UFC finals. And again, you know, I know stats are just one thing, but I'm just looking at them right now. And the strike count was 25 to 24, but the yeah. one guy had eight minutes of control and five takedowns. So yeah. if the strikes are the same, the grappling comes into play, obviously, and that guy completely grappled him. I think he won the fight, um, and I think he got a raw deal by Mark Smith, man, personally. Mm-hmm. So we got our pick right, but it's not one that I'm, like, proud of because I don't think the guy won, personally. John's talking about the, when the, the judges. He's right. They do pick and choose when to follow the new charge criteria. And that's why, like, when these judging guys come out, these apologists on Twitter are like, follow oh, the new criteria. Like, first off, it's not new. It's like five years old. <laughs> it's not new. And second off, the judges themselves don't follow it. So why the fuck does everyone on Twitter have to? You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, anyways. Uh, again, I think when the strike count's basically the same, you do have to go to the control and the takedowns, right? So I would have, I, I thought Ja won the fight. I, I do think he should have won, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, our boy Rinya Nakamura, Marcel, we both like this guy. He gets a knockout win here. It looked amazing. 33-second knockout. Two two knockdowns in the 33 seconds. Marcel, what's this guy ceiling? Because, like, I think he's a really good prospect, man, at 135. Obviously, great division. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy breaks in the top 15 in a couple of years. What do you think, man? It's real difficult to say, man, because the opponents, is, uh, we yeah. don't know. We, I need to see him against somebody, against a talented fighter just outside the top 15 before I can totally say anything. Fair. But totally. but, he is, but he looks good, definitely. You know, he yeah. looks like the most promising guy of the whole, uh, of the whole road to fire UFC final. So, yeah. Him and Jubilee, I mean, if they can find just even one guy who's like, like I, I don't even know if a star is the word, but like if they can find a good top 15 guy, that's a win for the UFC, you know? That's what they're looking for. Um, next fight here, Young Sung Park defeats uh, Sung Guk Choi. Comes back in the third round, Marcel wins with a submission, like with two minutes left. Uh, great comeback, man. Because this guy was losing the fight. That comes back and wins. Um, man, I mean, he it was it looked like an upset. I gotta be honest, Marcel. It looked like it was gonna be an upset, and then guy pull, pulls off the, the rabbit out of his hat, as they say. Uh, what do you think of the comeback? Yeah, I don't necessarily agree that it was a comeback. You know, I think uh, it was one-one going into the third round. I think okay. the first round he lost, the second round he won, was one-one. Uh, but the other guy looked much better than I expected. So um, I want to see what the the scorecards were. Um, was it one-one or did they have a two-nothing? I want to double check that. Uh, I know you should. I check it. I'm checking right now. Yeah, I want to see I, that. Uh, I think I, I, I again, you know, I, I watch it in the morning, so I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Uh, they had. Uh, one had a two nothing and the other two had a one one. But the judges actually had the rounds different. Okay. So, so Chris Lee had the first round for the park guy, and then Air Clone had the first round for Choi. I don't know, man. Just really like again, the judging, <laughs> and then the other had two nothing. It's just all over the place. But let's be honest, no disrespect, but they kind of look like each other, you know, if you don't know. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Yeah, look at this. Not. That's where you look at the shorts. <laughs> yeah. 
That's my new next stop. All right, we got our boy Joe in the chat. What's going on, Joe? <laughs> John, can't wait to see over in his book. He's good, man. And again, you know, when I saw that picture of him on top of all with the singlet, Marcel, I was like, okay, this guy's going to be fucking good in the UFC. <laughs> Anytime the guy's wearing a singlet and top all the picture, he usually wins the fights. Um, next fight was actually canceled, Marcel. Mandy Boom and uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Firefish. Young Kim. Yeah. yeah. What happened? I don't know. I, I uh, talk very short up to Mandy. And she is like, I feel a little bit more better now. Since I came back from the hospital, she said. But I don't know exactly what happened. So, so how much weight does she cut? Do you know? No, I have no idea. I have really no idea. I didn't want to ask anymore because yeah, she yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, called right. bad. So, uh, yeah. You don't no think they got paid? You know if they, they get the show money? I, they, they, they... I, I think Jiyoung Kim definitely got paid. And I, I don't know. It depends what happened to Mandy. If, if she can't do anything about it, she she probably got paid. I don't right. think she's on the a, on a high. Yeah. No, <laughs> high uh, pay, they're making uh, 10 and 12 and 12 yeah. probably. By the exactly. way, Doohoo Choi got his win bonus. Which, yeah. again, I don't have a problem with that. But, like, I wish Dana was more consistent with that, too, you know? Yeah. Like, Anyways, uh, Jungle Park gets, uh, gets the win over Dennis Tulu and Marcel. He looked great, right, Marcel? Oh, like, man. just dominated the fight. Finally, uh, a fight where Park was really, like, convincing, you know? Uh, he, sometimes he is convincing, but this one was really good. Yeah. Uh, he beat up Tulu-Lin completely, you know, and then he choked him out. Fight was uh, not competitive uh, at all. Oh, man, it's actually kind of sad, you know, um, how good he looked. Um, yeah, actually... If that fight was on the main card, I think that would have been fun as well. You know, at least we would have seen a, a cool finish instead. No, of no bonus for him either, and domination. No, I don't you know? understand. And I checked his record: six and two with only one bonus, and he's got mm. six wins. So, I think he kind of, I think he should have got a bonus. I think him and Nakamura. Like, I, I don't blame the Park guy not getting one because honestly, like, it wasn't the greatest performance, and he came back and win. But the other guys look good, and they should have got bonuses. So, um, and Tululin now, Marcel, one and two with two submission losses, like. I think he'll get his fourth fight because obviously they all sign fourth fight deals, but uh, don't really know if he's UFC caliber. I think he can beat the Jamie Pickens of the world, Marcel, but mm-hmm. step up in competition, he's going to lose. Um, last fight here, Tatsu or Tyra obviously gets the win over over uh, Um, You know, that, that guillotine, here's the thing, like, he was in half guard. So yeah. the commentators were like, oh my God, this is really tight. And I'm like, he's in half guard, guys. He's not going to choke him out. Like, we don't see, at this level of sport, how often do we see a guillotine choke him half guard? They got a little bit too excited. I almost thought Joe Rogan was on the call because you know Joe when he hears sees a guillotine, he starts freaking guillotine, out. Guillotine. <laughs> Fights over. Like Marcel, I don't know. Like I'm I'm just saying, like, by the way, I thought Laura did a great job, but like, you know, she always does a great job. I don't know why people were like surprised she did a good job. Like we've seen her contender for years. She's great. Um, I thought the the call was fine overall. That Bisping was good and, and John didn't. I just thought this particular fight, like I just think sometimes they get a little too excited with the submissions. Like when we all know that a guy in half guard is probably not going to tap out, you know, Marcel, especially a guy like Tyra. So, anyways, he, he turns the fight around, gets the submission win, gets the bonus. <sighs> He's ready for a top 15 guy, you know, in my opinion. Like, I think, right, I looked at the rankings the other day. It was like uh, um, Tyson Nam is 15th, I think. Like, I think that's a fine fight. That fight makes sense, you know. Tyson would... Nam is fighting Bruno Silva. Oh, he is? Okay. So, the winner of that fight, maybe, or even a loser, it doesn't matter, but like, I think he's ready for the top 15 now. He's 3-0 and now, right, in the UFC? Yeah. So he's ready. And in an impressive way as well. So, yeah. He's good. He's 22. Sorry, 23. Just turned 23. I, I think you said this. He's Jap- Japan's yeah. best hope probably for a champion, right? Definitely. But he should st- he should stop screaming after the fight at the post-fight interview. That's funny. Um, let's get to other comments. We've got our boy at Gorilla Gambles. Gorilla, what's going on, man? Fix again for the um, the artwork for the podcast. Hype song won't she all my cup of tea song with Laura. I think Laura's good, man. But uh yeah, even the Elliot treatment. Ah, oh, Tim Elliott, that yeah, they could do that. Tricky fight, but the fun one, you know, then you know where you stand pretty much. Tim Elliott's a he's not an easy guy to fight. You know, I'll yeah. say that. Like that's a tough fight for a lot of guys. All right. Uh anything else you want to say about UFC Vegas 68? You want to move on to Bellator or talk about that? Let's Let's move on to Bellator. All right, cool. Let's talk about Bellator 290, guys. We'll just recap it quickly. So uh not not a bad card. I mean, on paper, like it was probably one of their stronger cards, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just go through the the main card and we'll go through prelims. <laughs> we'll start with the actual main card before we get to the postlims. There was four postlims where sell dark matches. Um, yeah. I guess they weren't YouTube. I didn't watch it though. I <laughs> no, me neither. After the Fader fight, so Ryan Bader knocks out Fader. I mean, I'm not surprised at all. Again, I think there was a lot of value in Ryan Bader in this fight. Um, 
fight was not it was a he didn't even break a sweat man let's be honest Fedor this and a lot of people were like oh like Deltor sending him off and the way they're doing it with all the, the, the legends coming in that was awesome but was it really a good send off they gave him like such a hard opponent here like he wanted this fight he requested he it he did but he got destroyed again Marcel I love Fedor I'm not gonna say anything bad about him he's a legend I just hope he actually stays retired this time that's what I want to say but yeah Ryan Vader's still a great fighter man you know like He's since he moved to Bellator, Marcel has such let me check his record. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, and one, no contest, I believe. Mm-hmm. Sorry, eight, two, and one. No, no, nine, two, and one, no contest. It's a good record, man. And he's obviously a two division champ. I always wondered how his career would go in the UFC if he stayed around. I think he still would have been a top five guy for a long time. Um, anyways, yeah, Fedor. What else can we say, Marcel? Just one of the guys that got me into the sport, loved watching him fight back in the day. Obviously, not the same guy anymore, but you know, an absolute legend through and through. And, you know, it was just sad seeing Dana White shit on him at the press conference. And why the fuck are these journalists even asking about him? He's not even in the promotion. And we know what Dana's going to say. He's going to talk shit about the guy. I know you had something to say. You want to say anything about that? Because I knew you were pissed off, right? I tweeted about it, man. And people were like, yeah, they have to ask him. No, you don't. You know, you know what <laughs> you know what Dana knows it says about Fader. So why would you even bother? Yeah. You just want to have a quick quote for your article. That's it, you know? Yeah. Um it's just stupid. Uh, for me, Fedor, in my opinion, still the heavyweight goat. You know, uh, oh, nobody yeah. did what he did. Ten years undefeated, and he fought the best of the best back then. You know, in Pride, Pride was the premier organization. Was at the best heavyweight division, and to be honest, the the, the champions the UFC had around that time were Arlovski and Sylvia, and he stopped them as well. And when they came over from the UFC, yeah. I think they fought. He fought them in affliction. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, in my opinion, you know, people are like, yeah, he would he would lose now to Nganu and Miosic. Yeah, of course he would, you know. It's, it's like, it's 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 Aras, you know. You can't compare Aras. I, I was, I don't know, do you know Adam Sala? Uh, yeah, the guy from Ultimate yeah. Fighter? The guy yeah. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in discussion with him on, on, on Facebook. He was like, I don't understand why people call Fader the GOAT. Uh, you, you gotta, uh, you gotta explain to me. So, I explained to him, I was like, dude, he, he pretty much beat all the top guys back then, you know, uh, Rodrigo Nogueira, um, Randleman, Mark Coleman, Krokop, uh, exactly. So he beat a lot of the top guys, and he was like, yeah, but Nogueira, I don't see him as an MMA fighter, he's more a BJJ fighter, and Randleman and uh, Coleman are wrestlers. I was like, dude, Former champions. A, it's eras, it's you know what I mean? It's not like there weren't a lot of complete fighters in the early days, you know, you can't yep. compare. He's like, yeah, John Jones is to go to me. I was like, yeah, but that's a light. It's also light heavyweight. I don't compare light heavyweight to heavyweight. And for me, John Jones is as well. But the thing is, you know, John Jones fought at the later stage. Would Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz consider legends if John Jones was around in that era? I don't know, you know, but we will never know because they were around in that era and Jones wasn't because he was still too young back then, you know. Would, would Tito and Chuck be John Jones and Arrow John Jones. No, you know, but you can't compare eras. That's the thing, you know. Um, for example, there are so many examples, but I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of people who are starting MMA. Listen, man, I also did I, I also I started watching MMA and then was fatal was uh, was in his prime when, when I started watching MMA, you know. So I, I saw Fader fighting live, the best ones, you know, and at a certain moment, yeah, it, it went down. It didn't went well anymore. It was not in his prime anymore. But the thing is, like, a lot of – I see sometimes a lot of people saying, like, I started watching at, just say, at 2016. And that's like, did you watch anything back? No, no, I don't watch things back. I just watch forward. That's like, dude – if you don't watch back, you cannot have an opinion on what happened back in the day. You can't know? appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. So you just can't have an opinion on that, in my opinion. And also the thing that the, the, the most annoying thing that, that I hear, and that's something I got to tell you, man, when I started watching uh, Fedor, and Fedor was already like big, big time, but I started watching UFC. I, I didn't really know about Pride back then. You know, I started with UFC. And then people tell me, like, Fedor, he's the best heavyweight. And that's like, dude, he's not in the UFC. And they're like, you should watch him, you know? So I watch. It's like, dude, he's really good. And he's fighting these the big the big guys. And actually, this the division is bigger 
there than there was in the UFC back then, you know? Right. So I completely changed my mind on it. You kind of lecture yourself about it, you know? And I was like, yeah, he's, these people are actually right. He, he is the best at that moment, you know? And it's crazy who we all fought in that moment. He also, don't 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 get me wrong, he also fought like guys like Zulu Zinho and Hongman Choi, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and that's where people always refer Bro, to. Bro, you know how many times I've watched that Zulu fight? I've watched that yeah. fight so many times, it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, but that's where people always referring to when they want to uh, yeah, say the trader isn't that great, you know. But, but they don't bring up got, the other wins over Krokop, Coleman, Nogueira, the got look at, at the bigger picture. I mean, who who would, caring, uh, Sammy Schilt, all these guys, man. The the Randleman fight, dude. When he got dropped and on Randleman. his head, and then, then he got the Kimura, it's it's like crazy, you know. So. I I really think the younger people and the people who like uh, are Dana, Dana White's hand puppets really should watch back all their fights and appreciate that a little bit more. You know, that that's how I look at it. You don't have to think Fedor is the GOAT. Don't get me wrong. It's completely yeah, yeah, your opinion. Doesn't agree. I, I agree that, uh, yeah, okay, he, he can say that, but he doesn't have to agree with it's not the GOAT. But you gotta agree that he's a legend of the sport. Oh, know? he is. I mean, I don't if, think if, if you don't, if you don't agree, you're he's not a legend of the sport, or he wasn't good. Your opinion is completely invalid, invalid to me. You know what I mean? No, for me, it's like I, I, I guess I would still consider him, but like I do think Stipe, like their arguments there. You know what I mean? Like there's no doubt because he has such a great record himself. So, and then you know Jones, I don't think would never be the greatest heavyweight, but you know maybe maybe he'll go on a crazy run in the second half of his career, but. Anyways, let's go to some other. But that's also oh, ahead, that's also why I always feel like you gotta. Uh, how do you say that? You gotta put goats into weight classes. You know, oh, because yeah. if somebody comes with Fader, oh no, I think Anderson Silva. No, you're wrong. It's GSP. No, you're wrong. It's John Jones. No, you're wrong. It's BJ Penn. No, you're wrong. It's Khabib. So it's always something like that. You know, put it in weight classes much easier. You know, um, and you do. Then you can pick more goats. You can pick, for example, Anderson Silva as the middleweight goat. George Saint Pierre as the welterweight goat. John Jones as the light heavyweight goat, uh, Fader as the heavyweight goat, lightweight goat Khabib, or if you want to do BJ Penn, I'm also cool with that. Mm -hmm. But you know, that that's the thing. Yeah, no, fair enough. A uh, couple other comments here. You forget prize at top of the future, hundred percent. Bader and Tabur, I would pick Bader. Which is the better match of the London? Duncan with back your butt look at Benoit. Um I like that Benoit said you fight. I like that but the, the, he's both not going to fight Rebecca or Benoit, so. Okay. He has a fight book, though? Yeah. Know? Okay. Fader's one through his strike for his prime. He's great heavy, but not goat. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know if that's his prime, though, Marcus. That was 12 years yeah. ago. So that was, he was in his mid-30s at that point. I don't know if that would consider him his prime. I think he's out of his prime at that point. Kane had a very well. Oh, Kane was great, too. And I mean, again, you know, he didn't have a lot of fights, though. You know, he got injured and I don't know. He's not in jail anymore, right? I think he's out of jail. Um, yeah, he's not. I don't think he's gonna fight ever again, though. I would doubt it. Um, so you can't I mean, really it's, add it's his legacy. It's Sorry. almost impossible to stay undefeated for ten years fighting it the is. best guys in the heavyweight division, you know. And yeah. there's only loss in between. That was was a fight against uh, Tuyoshi Kosaka, which he lost due to uh, an, an, an unintentional elbow, and he was cut open. It was a tournament fight, so they had somebody to proceed, and that went to that went to win. But that should have been a no contest, you know. Yeah, because, uh, he shouldn't have lost so, that fight. I've seen <laughs> yeah. that fight. I seen that fight. I don't know why. I, why would I, I don't know why I set my alarm for, for right now? I think I meant to set it for twelve hours from now. Um, my bad. A um, couple other fights. Well, I'll just go through the card. I guess Johnny Eblin gets the win over Anatoly Tokov. Mm -hmm. the, the wrestling yeah, is very good. Marcel from this guy. Yeah. Um, this. Not the most exciting guy to watch, I guess. Like, but man, he's good. There's no doubt about it. Uh, now. Dude. Ali Abdelaziz comes out and says he's the best middleweight in the world. I don't know about that. What do does think? he? Does he manage him? Does he? Probably. I mean, I'm assuming. Uh, right? If he manages him, it's, it's also not valid. You know what I mean? <laughs> if he doesn't, he, he's definitely he's like good. I would say probably top five at this point. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. And he is a good, but, listen, man. If you match him up against Alex Pereira, he has a good chance to win the fight. For example, he's on the styles, right? Yeah. Yeah, but also, you. See, I don't know if you saw Delta Rosta's tweet earlier today. Saw that. I mean, I got so tired of these. Bellator versus UFC kind of talk. What never going to happen? You know what's the deal? You know, <sighs> it's just never going to happen. You know. <laughs> I know what you're saying like, it, yeah. There's no point even comparing it. Um. Oh, I love Igor Vachanov. Yeah, awesome. he's great. Loved him, man. Loved him. Um. Anyways, uh, Brandon Ward gets the win over Seth Bahamasi. Looked great. Looked awesome, Marshall. Great performance as the underdog here. 
Actually, there was a lot of upsets in this card. There was a lot of upsets. Um, but yeah, Ward looked great. And then he called out, I think he called for a title shot at 170, or he called for Dalton Rosta at 185. I'm, I'm good with either. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's exciting to watch, man. He's been in Dalton for a long time. He's been through a lot in his life. I like watching the guy fight, Marcel. Me too. It was a nice win for him. Going through the prelims here, Lorenz Larkin gets the knockout win over a Mukhamed uh, uh, Bekramov. What a, what a win, name, Marcel. Like, I mean, if this if the bonus is out, this would be fifty thousand, obviously, right? So, dude, it might be already I've seen now knockout of the year. You know, definitely brutal. a contender. That's fucking crazy. Was, He's always had good elbows. That's how he knocked out Neil Magny. Remember when he knocked him out the elbows? Um, you, you know what was the most beautiful thing about that one? He walked away. Yeah. He walked. He, he, yeah, that that yeah. makes it even better. You know, you hit him with one beautiful shot, and you walk away. That, that, it, it was perfect. it was gorgeous. I I've always liked Lorenz Larkin. I've mm. always found him exciting back in Strike Force. You know, mm. he left the UFC for for more money, but the guy had some big wins in in the UFC over Magni, Mazdal, Pontinibio. Like he's a good fighter. Since coming well. to Belter, Marcel, he is. Uh, seven two and one no contest. He had two losses to start his career in Bellator and hasn't lost since then. So yeah. he hasn't lost in six years, guys. He's a good fighter, and I think he's probably close to a title shot. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say definitely, and definitely if you win like this, you know, maybe uh, he fights the winner of Storley and Amasov. Maybe he gets the title shot. I'd like to see it, man. You know, um, and, and he's got pretty good takedown defense, man. So like, it'd be an interesting fight if he fought like one of the wrestlers. I think it'd be interesting. Um, you could also do. I don't think he's fought Michael Page. Uh, I don't know if Michael is he, is he still in Bellator. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, you could do that fight. You know, I don't really like that guy. I, I think he's so overrated. But I mean, that's that is a fun fight on paper because he's two strikers, right? So um, Henry Corrales, biggest upset of the name, Marcel plus four fifty underdog defeats uh, your boy Ahmed Magomedov. What happened to this guy, Marcel? Ahmed Magomedov looked terrible in this fight. I got to be honest, Adam. I haven't been able to watch these fights. Okay, I no only, worries. I, I, I only saw the main card and totally Lawrence Lock. I'll just go through quickly then. But yeah, he he didn't look great, but he got the job done. You know, and so as a big underdog, good for him. I mean, I again, you know, we I don't think we picked him. So um, this fight between Ali Isayev and Steve Mowry was kind of interesting because uh, the second round was an absolutely Easily a 10-8 round. I thought it was 10-7, but the judges had 10-8. There was a draw between these two guys. Not most exciting fight, but the fact this guy was able to survive the second round was impressive. Chris Gonzalez, great knockover. Max Roscoff looked awesome. Underrated guy. Grant Neal had the win over Carl Appleton by split decision. Uh, Deanna Avsaragova defeated Alejandro Lara by split decision. Um, Dude, poor Alejandro Lara, another split decision loss. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of thought she won the fight, but you know, yeah. I saw a lot of people going either way on Twitter. But the, yeah. the other girl missed weight too, right? So like, I yeah. feel like when you miss weight, it's like, I don't know. I know in Road FC or whatever, they take a point away from them. I don't know. I just feel like there should be a punishment of some sort in a close fight like this. But anyways, Nikita uh, Mikhailov defeats Darren Caldwell. Darren Caldwell, man, what happened to this guy? Like, man, lost four straight fights. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then obviously the prelims, you had a, Jalen Bates won his fight. Uh, and then Neiman Gracie won his fight. So overall, I mean, actually not a bad card. Anything else in this card? Or are you good? I agree. I just want to say to Bellator that I think that it's beautiful what they did with the legends uh, to yeah. to invite them. And I mean, if you don't don't know the greatness of fate, or you see how many legends wanted to honor him with this with this last fight, you know, uh, you see how many great fighters were there. Uh, even Jean Claude Van Damme was in the crowd. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean that, that that's some something cool. I think you know, and uh, yeah. I, I really think that that's the way you should do it. I mean, the fight, yeah, obviously didn't happen, didn't uh, happen, didn't uh, end it how, yeah. uh, how how it would be perfect for him to go out, you know. But uh, that was already before the fight. We knew it was probably not going to happen. But um, yeah. yeah, I think the 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 ceremony afterwards were perfect, and uh, I really liked that. I really enjoyed that actually. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, yeah, no, this guy saying when he thought Caldwell won. A lot of people did. Totally. The only thing that's really funny to me is like I think Fedor and Alexander Emelianenko have been, uh, uh, how do you say that? Strange, uh, not, I guess. They yeah, ex- exactly. And then Hansel Gracie has has Alexander Emelianenko T-shirt on. That's funny. <laughs> He's like this on the on the picture. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you should you should check the picture where they're all on it after. Uh, the fight. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it. I'll check it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the elbow was nice, girl. And then I got this last comment here. He's talking about Tim Simpson. Yeah, he's a manager. Um, yeah, he took all their best stars, right? So. You know, this, I don't really, I don't do interviews and stuff, so I, it doesn't affect me. But I know, like for guys like Cole and James, like they have to like go through these management guys, so it's, it's more important for them. But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the guy took a lot of the best talent, right? Anyways, I know you have something to say. 
Yeah, Tim. Tim, uh, I've been talk talked to Tim before. He's a really nice dude, man. To be really honest, you know, and uh, he's always really like uh, he likes he likes to answer your questions if you if you ask him anything. So I have no problem. And and the thing is, like uh, the fighters he took with him, like uh, Jack Della, um, Leon Edwards, uh, Israel Adesanya, Casey O'Neill. That's also the and Leon and uh, Hudson Mohammed Makayev. Those are the guys and girls he really put to work in. You know, yeah. he was always around them as well. During fight fights, he was always there. They always interfered with him, you know. So he was basically their manager already, but he was just affiliated with um with uh, what's this with Paradigm, right? So Paradigm, right? Yeah. So, yeah, with Paradigm. So and that's with the Audi Atar, I think. Um yeah. I mean, if he feels like he should do something on himself, he can do it. And the thing is, with with like, I understand that it's not, that it looks really weird that you take like the majority of the stars from 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 Paradigm. But the thing is, if you're already his, their manager and you want to start something on your own, it's pretty common those those guys and girls coming with you, you know, because you already were their manager. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, for example, uh, if you had, a, had a, a talent agency or whatever, and you had me signed there, and you did all my stuff, for example, and I'm happy with you, and you are like, I'm going to go on my own, I'm going to come with you. You know what I mean? Because I'm happy with you. That That's pretty much how it is. And it's pretty hard for Paradigm. I understand that. But, yeah, it's, it's how it goes. You know, <laughs> it's how it goes. Absolutely. All right. Um, uh, last comment here. Hey, hey what's up, Side Collectibles? Will you pick the wins next tournament? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a lightweight tournament, I believe. Um, I mean, I would, I would lean towards Usman, right? I'm assuming, I'm assuming you would too. Usman or Shabli? I think Usman. And you like him, yeah. yeah. With Marcel, fighters are gonna fall to him because he's their guy. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's it for this podcast, guys. We're gonna start a new, new one up in a second. We're gonna break down UFC 284. Looking forward to that, Marcel. Uh, really quickly, just you know, plug everything, or do you want me to do it again? And, and like yeah, man, you do it, man. Come I've been doing on. a good job with this. Like, so <laughs> me on Twitter at M. Adam Martin, Marcel's Big Marcel Twenty Four. You can follow him on Twitter, Instagram for all your news and on fight announcements. Um, we'll be starting another podcast here in just a minute, guys. We're going to break down UFC Two Eighty Four. So bear with us for just a couple minutes ago. I set it up. We'll talk to you guys in a few. And if you guys don't join us, no worries. But we'll see you guys next week. But hopefully, you guys do stick around for the next uh, podcast because I'm looking forward to talking about this card. All right, talk to you guys in a few minutes. Peace. <laughs>